Welcome to Harvest Mission Community Church. You are listening to one of our sermons. Today we're going to close out uh, the sermon series and talking about God's heart for people. So I wanted to start off with this word cloud. So I want everyone to participate because, and let me just kind of explain the whys again. The reason why Pastor Bo and I, we sometimes do a Mentimeter or like these uh, word clouds and stuff like that is because we want to be able to have you participate, but also it's good for all of you to realize who else is in our church that think and feel the same way I do, or what are some other thoughts that other people have. And so if you could scan this QR code, the question is simply this, why do you think so many uh, people have a negative view of Christians? Why do so many people have a negative view of Christians. So if you could just kind of put in a word in there or a little phrase, and then we're going to do this word cloud, and we're going to be able to see why so many people in this world, whether it's in your workplace, whether it's in your neighborhood, or even in your school, why they look at Christians in such a negative way. So if you could uh, fill that out and just quickly do that, I think uh, we'll try to see if we can look at the word cloud right now and see what we're coming up with. Okay, my goodness. Okay, you see those big letters there. Uh, so we have things like hip, hypocrisy or self-righteous, uh, legalistic, hypocrite. Um, hypocrite is coming up a lot, right? Hypocritical, hypocrisy, double standard, stubborn, judgmental. Uh, the, it's, it's going. So I, I want you to just look at this. Is, this is from our church. People right now in this room who are watching online, this is what they're sharing with us why so many people, and so many people being their friends, family members, co-workers that you have a relationship with on a regular basis, why they have such a negative view of Christians. Uh, And I want you to look at it. And it's kind of, I don't think there's anyone in here like, oh my God, I'm judgmental. Oh, I didn't know I was hypocritical. I think all of us knew like some of these answers would be there. Because we've experienced it from other Christians. And for some of us, we've been on the other side where we are judgmental. And we are hypocritical. And we're not loving. Or we feel like we're so self-righteous. And I was thinking if you were a pre-Christian, how would you feel and what would you be thinking about Christians around you? Sometimes we forget that. We, we, we are believers, so we feel comfortable that now we're saved and we're in a church. We have a community, a group of friends. But if you were a pre-Christian and you were thinking about some of the Christians in your life, like what would you be thinking? What would you be feeling? And I'm wondering, how do you feel as a Christ follower, knowing that those were some of the things that people view of you and possibly of other people who are in this church. It's not a very pretty picture. In fact, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I didn't grow up in the church. And some of those reasons that you see up there were the reasons why I did not want to become a Christian. It had to be a super, it had to be, it had to have been a supernatural work of God to bring me to that point where I realized I needed him. 
And I'm thankful that there were some people who lived out their faith and walked with me during those stages of my life. But I would say, by and large, I would see so many Christians who lived out those things. Double standard, telling me all this stuff, but yet when I see them, they're no different from me. But then on Sunday, they're all holy, but then they live the way they want to live. So I share this because this is very dear and near to my heart. When I think about the lost, when I think about those people who do not know Jesus Christ, or even if they have no excuse other than these Christians are hypocrites, still being blinded. But with that being said, I will say this. I think there are many pre-Christians who have misconceptions about Christians, and some of those things are either judgmental on their side. Do you see the irony in it? They, they don't like Christians because they're so judgmental, but the pre-Christians are now judgmental of Christians. So I like to highlight those kind of hypocrisies and double standards on the other side. But I think there are times when certain things are misconstrued or maybe misunderstood, and that's why they view it as hypocrisy or they view it as being judgmental or viewing it as a double standard. I'm not necessarily condoning or trying to support when Christians are like that, but I'm just saying there are times when there's, uh, there's a misunderstanding and a lack of being able to understand where they're coming from. Um, I want to show you this quick video, and I think this kind of epitomizes what I feel like a lot of Christians, especially in the States, feel towards Christians. And I think some of us kind of feel this even here. And I know there's a different dynamics here in Hong Kong as well, I'm getting to know some of the pastors some of the different churches here, uh, some of these people who have fell, uh, fell away from Christ and fell away from the church. There's a different kind of spirit here of things that you guys have experienced, those of you who are local Hong Kong, and some of you can relate to this because it relates to what you've experienced back home, where you're from. But I would say this is probably a good depiction about what a lot of people feel. Let me, let me just kind of give a precursor to this video so you understand what you're going to about to watch. This is a, just a woman who's an ordinary woman, and I'm guessing that she might even be a Christian. And that's why we don't want to judge. We don't know for sure, but this is a, a view of a lot of Christians. So pretty much it's in Florida, the state of Florida, and there they have a little bit more lax view of wearing masks. And so as you know, Americans... <laughs> We're so independent, we're rugged individualism, and you know, you don't tell us what to do. You know, that's, that's us Americans. And so pretty much they were trying to institute a mandate that everyone wear a mask. So there was a commission, a hearing in this county of Florida, and so this woman comes up and she's just going off at it. Why that the government cannot tell her to wear a mask? And the interesting thing is she's supposed to explain why she believes that she's not supposed to be told to wear a mask, but she starts going off on so many other things that's somehow not even related, but just airing out some of her opinions. So I want you to watch this, and after you watch this, I want you to kind of let that taste linger a little bit because this is what many pre-Christians feel about you and about me. Let's watch it together. I'm not a local. But I can kind of get away with it a little bit because I'm Asian. But if you're not Asian and you're here in Asia, there's a subtle racism that you, you, like you face. 
So it's not a U.S. problem. It's a heart problem. Because we see it everywhere. Those people with darker skin hear it even in Hong Kong. Whether they're from Africa, whether they're from India or uh, Bangladesh or anyone with dark skin, there's like this subtle racism. You see it even in some of these other countries. They're Indonesians, but they have darker skin. And so we need to wake up and the lack of love in our hearts and let God be the revealer of that and then for us to realize His love for us. Let's watch this and afterwards we'll close out here with communion. I really believe that more people will actually come to know Jesus Christ when they can witness things like that. But the problem is we when we look at our hearts, when we look at ourselves, we are the problem. Don't ever forget, it's never God's problem. He's very clear He wants to save the lost. He loves the lost. He wants to show mercy. He wants to show grace. And He wants to use us to do that. But we ourselves, our lives have not been transformed by the gospel because we don't understand it. We're all about behavior modification, doing this, not doing this, rules of do's and don'ts. No wonder people think we're so judgmental. No wonder people think we're so self-righteous. If you understood the gospel, you would share it in a way that I am just as sinful as you, except apart from the grace and mercy of God. I don't deserve that little vine to come over me. If you could understand it in the deepest part of your hearts, I'm telling you right now, not only will it transform you, it will transform your relationship with people around you, and you will be one of the greatest evangelists of sharing the love of God. And our church will overflow with people who want to hear the gospel message. I think what we need to do is to repent and to say, God, sorry. How patient you've been with me. How loving you have been towards me when I didn't deserve it. And through that, with that kind of heart, you can love people around you. There are people dying without Jesus Christ every single day. We go to work and there's people that if they get into a car accident and something happens, they will die and spend their Christless eternity. And we don't care. We get up, we go to school, we go to classes, and there's people who something can happen to them, and we just don't care. What we need to ask God is, God, revive my heart. Remind me of the gospel that was so good, the good news for me, that I want this to be good news for the world. We prayed all throughout this conference, the Ignite Conference, that God will do something, and He will launch us. And we have an opportunity to be launched into all different spheres of society. I think about all the people who participated in the conference. Can you imagine if every single one of us, we shared our lives, laid down our lives, shared it with others, and that one person comes to Christ because of us. That means not only are we going to double in size, it's not about the number, but that's another, all of heaven will rejoice because more people have been rescued from hell. That's one less person in hell and one more in heaven.
I want that for every single person who don't know Jesus Christ. Lord, I just pray that you'll give us your heart. And sometimes, Lord, you're trying to show us every single day. But we're not paying attention. Thank you for these stories in Scripture that remind us that we're just like Jonah in so many ways. We feel justified and angry. We get aloof when things don't happen the way we want it to. But Lord, you remind us once again that we don't deserve anything. And being able to stand here and be in your presence to worship you, Lord, is truly your grace and your mercy. I just pray that you'll open up our eyes and see the needs around us. Lord, there are so many people who do not know their left hand from their right. They're in spiritual darkness. And God, as we have experienced this great news, this good news, I just ask, Lord, that we'll be able to not only be grateful, but to take it and to share it with as many people as possible. Lord, help us not to live a life that seems so perfect because it's not, but to magnify you, to boast about you, that you're perfect, that you are perfect in your love. You're perfect in your grace. So as we close out this book in the book of Jonah, Lord, I pray that as you deal with us compassionately, may it motivate us, fuel us, to strengthen us, to love others passionately with your love. Thank you for listening to the Harvest Mission Community Church Podcast. For more information, visit our website at hongkong.hmcc.net.